Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Rave Culture, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I am your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for being here. I hope you can hear that storm in the background. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be bad. You guys, I am sitting at home right now. I have such a cozy little setup. You'll see on um, YouTube if you guys are watching the podcast now, but we're having severe, severe thunderstorms, lightning, crazy downpouring outside right now. And it's a little bit scary. I don't handle thunderstorms well, I'll be honest about that. Um, but hopefully we're all good. The last time this happened, I was actually recording an interview for the podcast and the power went out the second they answered the phone. I have it on video. I will probably surface that clip at some point, but oh my God, it freaked me the fuck out so bad. So I have candles lit in the background right now and I have my flashlight on hand just in case. But just so you guys are aware, that's the setup we kind of have going on right now. Um, it's like late. It's Monday. I'm recording this at 7 p.m. Freshly back from Las Vegas. So if I have party girl voice right now, it's because I'm recovering. I did a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, and um, a little bit of partying. Just a little bit. Nothing crazy. But it was um, an awesome time. So that is what today's podcast is all about, you guys. This is a little different than topics I've done in the past, but... I, I'll be honest with you, <laughs> I needed a really easy topic this week because again, I was away for four days and I'm still recovering, I'm a little tired and I was like, you know, what's a topic I can talk about like so easily, I don't really need too much of a script and that's Vegas and I know a lot of people have never been before. I feel like I'm an expert. I've gone nine times now, once as a kid, eight times as an adult. I've had so many different types of experiences there and I was like, let's record an episode about what a weekend in Las Vegas is really like. So that's what we're, we're talking about today. Um, before I get into that, I uh, really quickly wanna say thank you guys so much for the outpouring of love and support for rave culture, um, you guys have been absolutely incredible with sharing it, telling people about it, spreading the word. You know, always make it your Instagram story, tweet me, screenshot and share, like I like to say. Um, yeah, word of mouth gets this out and it helps us grow and it's super exciting because then I can create more content for you guys and make this all just happen and this is like a dream of mine so this is incredible to be doing it and I thank you guys so much for rating and reviewing. Um, it's amazing. So anyway, with all that being said, I'm glad you guys are all here. Uh, it's going to be a very fun episode today. I have lots of stories to share. This is going to be a good one because, like I said, we're basically going to be talking all about Vegas stories and things that have happened, and I'm giving you guys the inside scoop on what it is like. Um, if you're an EDM fan, which you probably are if you listen to this podcast, of course we're going to have an EDM twist in here. Um, Vegas is one of the best places to see artists and DJs because um, so many of them have residencies there. So I'm definitely going to be talking a little bit about EDM in today's podcast. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be a nice casual sit down, which is really great. Uh, I did, so I was just there this past weekend for a bachelorette party. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Um, but I did film the entire thing. So I will be having full, either one vlog or two vlog. I'm going to, two vlogs. I'm going to see how much footage I got, but I recorded a hell of a lot. 
So that's coming this week. I've got to edit that footage. So definitely stay tuned. Um, if you guys don't already subscribe, you can check me out on YouTube under Emma Capotis. Um, definitely go follow over there. I have tons of EDM videos, rave content. I have a lot of really cool stuff coming up. Um, recently, I've been hearing from a lot of really cool companies. And to me, that has been the most exciting thing ever because it's a lot of companies that I've always wanted to work with and that you guys are probably familiar with. So anyway, without giving too much away, there's exciting stuff on the horizon um, and it's because of you guys and your support and I just couldn't be more grateful. So anyway, with all that being said, let's get into um, some EDM news and then we'll get right into the podcast here. Oh, and before I forget, you guys um, can always email me any ideas topics, episodes that you want me to cover or do, um, yeah, just send in your ideas to raveculturecast at gmail.com, raveculturecast at gmail.com. Um, you guys have been submitting some awesome stuff lately, and I've also been doing some shout outs and um, been asking you guys for submissions for upcoming episodes, so if you're not already following me or the podcast on social media, it's at Emma Capotis for my personal account and at Rave Culture Cast on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, like I said, I've been posting polls up there. I'm always looking for submissions and doing like questionnaires and stuff, so definitely give a follow to one or two of those accounts um, so that you guys can stay in the loop and you guys can be a part of the podcast because I want to definitely do more episodes in the future with your submissions, your stories, and things that you guys are sending in. So, And you guys can also reach out with any feedback um, about the podcast, anything like that. So definitely email me at raveculturecast at gmail.com. Okay, so EAM news this week. Um, again, I wasn't paying too much of attention because I was in Vegas, but just a couple quick highlights. Um, one thing that I saw that was really exciting is Escape Psycho Circus, which is an insomniac Halloween festival is going to be coming to Korea this year, which is really, really cool. I think I'm almost positive this is the first time they're doing it somewhere else besides California. So that's cool. They're expanding there. Um, I think it was also, was it Nocturnal or Beyond? It might be Beyond that they were expanding to Columbia. So Insomniac's trying to get into some different mar markets and that's pretty awesome. Um, one festival that I am attending this year is Imagine Music Festival. Um, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. It's in September. Um, they dropped a whole bunch of bombs last weekend, which was kind of causing a bit of a stir and a little bit of confusion, if I'm honest. But um, it's now a four-day festival. It's a camping festival. Um, so now it is Thursday through Sunday instead of Friday through Sunday, which is really, really exciting. It means more artists. Um, parties on Thursday night. I think it's great for the campers because I think there will be more activities for you guys to do. They announced the full lineup so they dropped more artists on there and I'm trying to remember. I don't have the lineup in front of me but some of the additions were like G. Jones, I think Space Jesus, Lane 8 was added which was exciting. So there were a couple um, new artists on there which was really cool. I think they said something about doing like a pool party, a Las Vegas style pool party. So all exciting things. Um, I unfortunately already had my travel booked, so I'm not changing my flight. So I'm not gonna be there on Thursday, but I will be there Friday through Sunday with uh, my girl Vibe with Aid, who is also a festival content creator. Um, so that's really exciting. I cannot wait. That'll be my first time attending Imagine. But um, yeah, so go check out their updates. They posted a bunch of stuff last week. 
Um, what else was in the news? So Global Dance Festival was a little bit all over the place this past weekend. I didn't follow the story too closely, but from my understanding, there was really bad weather. Um, this was a festival in Colorado this past weekend. I believe night one went off without a hitch. Um, but you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. There might have been some weather issues in night one. Night two got canceled um, because of lightning. And there was a video that went viral on Twitter and on social media of people basically looting and stealing alcohol. And I have a couple thoughts on that. I'm like not gonna go on a rant. I'm sure a lot of you guys feel the exact same way. Um, I know Twitter felt very strongly, but I mean like I don't really know who raised these people. It's not even a thought in my head to ever loot or steal something or take advantage of a situation. I know those people are not a part of the same EDM community that I'm a part of because I know none of you guys listening would do that shit. Um, and apparently it was a nonprofit's tent. I have an article po pulled up here. Nonprofit says Denver Global Dance Fest attendees raided their beer stand during severe weather. This is from the denverchannel.com. So apparently it was a nonprofit dog rescue, which I could cry. Oh, anyone who harms or fucks with animals is like the antichrist. I do not fuck with that at all. I'm a huge animal supporter. Um, so this just pissed me off even more. But it says it was DMK Rehoming, a nonprofit that works to rescue dogs on the verge of being euthanized. So all those people that stole beer from that, karma's a real bitch and she's gonna bite you in the ass. Um, but I, I mean, come on guys. I think everyone listening here knows that like you're making a situation so much worse. It's not a really good reflection of Colorado and I know it's not all my people in Colorado. I've got some great people out there, but it just doesn't look good. And then for the festival and um, them having it next year, it doesn't, again, doesn't really look good for the festival's attending, festival attendees. Um, but the only positive out of this, because I know they were trying to raise money for, um, for the, the nonprofit by selling beer at the festival, I do believe they are taking donations. So again, it's DMK Rehoming. Check them out. If you guys wanna donate, feel free to donate. Um, but I think we can try and bring some light out of the situation and show them why the EDM community is a good place and not a shitty one. Okay, and then the last thing I had, where was it? Oh, Skrillex dropped an EP. He dropped two songs last week, which was super exciting. I think this is just the beginning. I know um, he's been sitting on a lot of music, so I think there's a lot more to come out of him, but I liked both songs. I really liked what I heard. Oh, if you guys weren't aware, um, on Instagram, every Friday, I do a mu new music Friday. Um, I have a playlist on my Spotify channel for each month throughout. Um, the year and I just like swap those out and I post like all my top picks of the new music on Friday So definitely follow my Spotify playlist if you guys are interested and again on Instagram at Emma Capotis Check it out. I do it on um, early Friday morning on my commute to work is when I pick all the songs for that playlist So anyway, you guys that's everything I've got at the top of this episode Are you guys ready to talk about Vegas cuz I friggin am <laughs> I love Vegas so much. Oh my god, and I'm like You'd think I'd be Vegas out by this point. I went two times this year in May and just in July. So like I'm gonna take a little bit of a break, but um, in general, it's like one of my favorite, favorite cities. Um, I feel like everyone has this perception of what Vegas is. And even like when I said it at work, like, oh, I'm going to Vegas for a bachelorette party. People were like, oh, okay, you're going to Vegas. Like you're going to party. And maybe I'm just unfazed because I've gone so many times. 
the first time I ever went as an adult. We're gonna get into that story. It was a classic hangover movie shit show experience, but now at this point, I feel like I've matured a little bit and um, it's just like a vacation for me now. But um, I do realize that I am very lucky to have experienced Vegas so many times. Um, and I know a lot of you guys who have plans to go or who have never gone um, or wanna go to like EVC Las Vegas, which I'm gonna talk about, of course. On this episode, a lot of you guys have found me through my EDC Las Vegas content because I'm like an EDC stan. I've been five times. Um, it's my favorite festival. It holds a very special place in my heart. So five of my um, Vegas trips were for EDC. Um, and then I've had some other Vegas trips along the way. So I'm sort of the breakdown of this episode. I'm gonna talk about why I love Vegas, why it's my favorite, why I encourage you to go. Then I'm going to break down the different trips I've gone on, because now at this point I've gone on a bachelorette party, I've gone for EDC five times, I went with my family, I went with just like a group of girlfriends, and then I also went on spring break in college my senior year all vastly different experiences and I'll explain why. Um, I'm gonna tell you guys a lot about my trip this past weekend for sure. I'm gonna do a quick recap of that. And then lastly, I'm gonna answer some questions about Vegas. I have a bunch of like random um, thoughts and questions for the end in case you guys are curious. So with all that being said, I'm already out of breath. <laughs> I didn't think my throat would hurt me, but maybe it's just like really catching up to me right now. Alrighty, so to start off, why Vegas is my favorite. Um, obviously, it goes without being said that EDC Las Vegas is a huge part of it, and that's sort of like where I really fell in love with Vegas, but I had been four times already by the time I went to EDC 2015, so I already had some experiences in Vegas before then. Um, but just to name a couple things right off the top here, right? So restaurants, um, I'll talk about this later. The food in Vegas is fucking incredible. Every restaurant you could ever imagine, celebrity chefs, um, world-renowned chefs. Uh, there's just so many types of cuis cuisines. Wow, I can't talk. Cuisines, um, all different options, buffets, casual dining, really high-end, fine dining if you like wanna spend the money. Um, it's incredible. I'm a huge foodie. I spent a lot, the most money I spent this past weekend was on food because I like want to have that experience and I want to try like everything. Um, and I will say up until this point, I definitely have, have sampled a lot of the restaurants and then there are some that I go back to every single trip. Um, second thing, which is not surprising, EDM. So the nightclubs and the pool parties in Vegas are so incredible. They're like the best part. Um, as an EDM fan, major, major artists have residencies in Vegas, so they play often. There are major DJs who don't normally tour or play festivals who play in Vegas, so you have the opportunity to see people. And it's back to back. Like if you're there for four days, you could see artists at pool parties and then go to a nightclub and see an artist and then go to the nightclub the next day. Like you can see so many in one weekend. It's like the best thing ever. And these are huge named people. So I'll also talk about like some of my favorite artists I've ever seen. Um, I'm throwing this in there, the weather. I love a dry heat. Compared to New Jersey right now, this past week I sort of missed it, but it was, um, high 90s really 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 high humidity like disgusting humidity and it said it felt like over 110 degrees here 
it's definitely not cute um but the vegas weather i love and normally i've gone mainly in the summer but also i've gone for spring break and it's always just like beautiful and i don't mind the over 100 degree heat it's it's a little unbearable but i don't mind it um so i'm flying in there from new jersey the flight isn't too bad it's a little bit of a trip like i think it's like five hours going there maybe a little more than five and coming home it's like four hours and 45 minutes about so it's not a terrible flight for me um pricing wise it's not bad so that's like a good aspect of it um, there's so many places to stay that's one of my favorite things i've stayed in a lot of the hotels now i like to go to a new one almost every time i'm there um and it's like an adult disney world is how i describe it they all have these extravagant themes and they're decorated so beautifully and some of them are like really highly themed like treasure island or the luxor is like got all these pyramids inside of it the excalibur looks like a medieval times castle and then other ones are just like pretty like just beautiful hotels like the um venetian and the palazzo the win and the encore are like high high-end hotels so there's just such a nice range of different places you can stay and i i love how everything's decorated and i love how it feels like you're almost in like epcot at disney world tons of activities i already sort of touched on nightclubs and pool parties but pool parties might be like my favorite aspect of vegas i love a good pool party um it's just like the best thing ever to just be outside out in the sun getting some color and drinking a cocktail in the pool while you're watching a dj and just like enjoying and day drinking it's so much fun absolutely love that um but there are other activities in vegas so like i said all of the casinos have different museums shows i mean there's so many shows i haven't really done any shows in vegas that i can think of besides chippendales this past weekend which i'll talk about um but there's so much you can do you can pretty much walk to everything or you can just take an uber um the ubers were very affordable we had no problem especially when we were splitting it with people and you can get all dressed up i love that i love getting dressed up and doing my hair and my makeup and wearing fancy dresses or like going and getting cool bathing suits for this past weekend so i love that aspect and especially because it's vegas like people pull out everything it's you, this is the one place where you can go there with your clothing you know what I mean like especially with girls and their dresses like some of the things people wear are a little bit crazy but you kind of just want to like do that and you have that one dress in your closet that you're like I'm saving this for a Vegas trip because I can't wear this anywhere else <laughs> that's sort of like the vibe that it is and I think those are the main things. So shopping, of course there's shopping. Um, it depends on the time of the year, but usually during the week it's not as busy. And then like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, definitely Friday, Saturday are very, very crowded. Um, I would also argue that some people would say it's close to parks, national parks. So you can go hiking, you can go to the Hoover Dam. Um, again, shows, there's not sky well you could go skydiving my dad went skydiving in vegas but they have like a bungee jump at the top of the stratosphere there's fremont street which is like the downtown vegas there's gambling how could i not mention gambling i'm not a big gambler that's why but if you are a big gambler you will have tons of fun spending all of your money doing that there's uh dispensaries now in las vegas so you can buy weed legally which is awesome for a lot of people and Again, the airport is right there. That's a great factor. The airport's literally like 15 to 20 minutes from the hotel. So that is awesome. You can get to and from your hotel, no problem. And there's just always something to do. So those are all my pros as to why I love 
Vegas. I mean, there are of course some negatives. Um, there's definitely some sketchy people there. <laughs> I always see some interesting characters when we're walking on the strip. Um, and it's expensive, I will say. You don't have to spend a lot of money. There are definitely affordable options there, 100%. But if you want to, you can. I will quickly throw this in at the top of the episode because I know a lot of people are going to say this. I acknowledge that an experience as a woman in Vegas is very different than a guy experiencing Vegas. From my understanding and my past experiences, um, women, as far as like nightclubs and pool parties go, tend to get a lot more stuff for free than men do. So if you're a guy and you're going to Vegas, you're most likely going to be spending more money. Um, but I'll sort of touch on that later. But so I am aware of that, you guys. I understand that I'm like a female and I've gotten uh, lucky in some circumstances just by being one. But um, that's sort of like the way the cookie crumbles in Vegas. Uh, a lot of females will get into clubs for free. Promoters want to attract girls to their clubs because they usually get paid when they bring girls into the nightclubs versus like some of the guys they don't make money off of. So they want to fill clubs with, with women. Um, and things like that. But you know what, I'm not complaining about it, you know? <laughs> so, okay, so I kinda wanna talk a little bit about this past weekend in Vegas. Like I said, I'm gonna have vlogs so you guys will like actually be able to see everything that went down, but I'm gonna really talk about everything. Um, this was the first time I really did like a, a massive bachelorette party. I think I've done one other bachelorette party for my sister-in-law. But this was the first time I ever did like a party Vegas, like traveled for one. So it was new for a lot of us. We had 11 girls. It was my best friend's sister who is getting married. She, I think, is she two years? She's 25, I'm pretty sure. They're getting married in December. Absolutely love her and the groom. Um, so it was just a group of her friends and my little, my best friend Tara, my best friend Vicky was there. And the other girls were like absolutely lovely. I had met a couple of them before. And we, so we were staying in the Mirage. It was my second time staying in the Mirage. Um, beautiful hotel, highly recommend it. The pool is awesome there. It's in a really great location on the Strip. Um, that's another thing that's like a factor with all these hotels. I've stayed in like the Stratosphere, which is like all the way down at the end. You can't really walk to anything. I've stayed at the Luxor, which is on the opposite end. I stayed at the Luxor twice. I've stayed in the Excalibur with my family, the Mirage twice. The Bellagio, which is a more high-end, beautiful, beautiful ho hotel. And I think that's it. I, there's so many other ones I want to stay in in the future, but we stayed in the Mirage this time. It was fantastic. Great restaurant options there. So, okay. It was a bit of a shit show going there. Um, <laughs> I'm like rubbing my head on the video right now. So the plan was to go wednesday night like flying late wednesday and we were leaving saturday night which by the way was the move leaving on saturday was ideal anyway i'm getting ahead of myself so vicky tara and i those are my best friends we were flying wednesday night around 8 p.m scheduled to land around like 10 30 whatever and we did this just so that we could get a head start and all the other girls were coming thursday night so we I look at the weather on Tuesday and they're saying severe thunderstorms on Wednesday night and I'm like, oh god, this isn't good. If you guys didn't know, I do not do well with thunderstorms. Just a fun tip about me. I'm just not very good with them and I don't handle bad weather and I'm not like a good flyer either. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, shit. 
wake up on Wednesday at 7.30 a.m. I was scheduled to go to work, Tara had work, Vicky is a teacher, so she's not working right now. And I have an alert from United and it says, due to impending severe weather tonight, we are waiving fees and we encourage you to like look at your times and like book other book other flights if possible and move your flight. So I'm like, shit, I think I had a gut feeling. I'm always, I always go with my gut feeling. I was like, we should move our flight. It, we were at 8 p.m. The thunderstorms were literally supposed to be bad from like 6 p.m. on. So I start looking at times. There are times earlier on Wednesday, I'm texting Vicky and Tara like crazy. They're not answering their phone. I'm like, shit, like we, we gotta move this because everyone just got that same alert. And finally they answer. And Vicky and I are like worry warts. We just, we're more like anxiety prone than Tara is. And I'm on the phone with United and there was a 3 p.m. flight and I'm trying to get that flight for us. And she's like, the 3 p.m. is completely booked. I'm like, okay, what's the next best option? And she was saying either 6 a.m. on Thursday, which there were still supposed to be bad storms Thursday morning, and we didn't, we wanted to be in Vegas. And she was like, or there's a flight at 11 a.m. today. Meanwhile, it's 8 a.m. at the time that this phone call is happening. So I'm like, okay, I'll call you back. I call Vicky and Tara, I'm like, you guys, we need to send it. We're fucking sending it and we're getting on the 11 a.m. flight and everyone agreed. I hung up the phone, literally had a panic attack because I hadn't packed yet. I had all these plans of things I was gonna do. I was gonna paint my nails. I didn't shave my legs yet. I like didn't do anything. I packed all my shit in about like 20 minutes. I've never done this in my life before. Vicky gets to my house, we Uber and we like get straight on this plane and luckily it was the best decision we ever made. Our 8 p.m. flight ended up being canceled and terrible, terrible weather in New Jersey in any way. We made it in one piece. We were like, Vicky had like um, a wax appointment. She had a hair appointment. She had to cancel everything. I was like, Vic, you can do it in Vegas. Like if we forget anything, we can buy it. So that was like the most like on the edge thing I've ever done. <laughs> we just like sent it and it was the best decision. We love Vegas so so much tara and vicky have been a couple times as well and so we were like it just means it's more time there so we ended up getting there around like 1 45 ish and it was perfect we had like a whole day um we got to check in we ate at this place called the pantry in the mirage which was really delicious and then we went and like did our liquor store run and we um, ate dinner at el segundo sol which was a really good Mexican restaurant in like the fashion show area. If you're familiar in Vegas, it's like this big mall. Um, had a little bit of a weird interaction <laughs> with our waiter. He like brought us the wrong bill and we paid for it and realized afterwards. And it just was weird. It ended up being $30 less than our actual bill. So we kind of got away with that, which was really nice. Um, and then, so Thursday week, we woke up like nice and fresh. Oh, we passed out at 9.30 on Wednesday night, passed out. We were like, oh, maybe we'll go out. Nope, uh, there's a three hour time difference between Vegas and New York. So it felt like 12.30 a.m. And it kicked our ass. Like three hours doesn't seem like it's a lot until you're there. And it, so we passed out, got a nice rest. I think I woke up at like 6.30 a.m. Um, we went to Yardbird for breakfast, which you guys, Yardbird is so fucking good. There's one in LA and there's one in Miami. It's amazing Southern food. Oh my God, I had been before, absolutely love it. Um, so we did that, we did the Mirage Pool and hung out. 
Um, and then we went and hung out with our friend Will James. Gotta shout him out, we love him. He's a promoter at Dre's, I've known him. We met him, I think in 2014, when I went with a, a group of girls, and I've been friends with him ever since. I visit him every time we go for EDC Las Vegas, and he was, went above and beyond. I just have to talk about him for a second. He was incredible, he hooked us up with tables for the whole weekend and he was just the best if you guys ever go to dre's ask for will james he is the best promoter ever definitely use him he's fantastic but anyway so we met went and met with him and we had a drink at dre's and it was thursday and the pool was shockingly empty because it wasn't really like a pool party yet it was more of like the hotel pool so that was cool then we went and ate dinner at gordon ramsay's burger if you guys didn't know i have talked about gordon ramsay's burger so many times on my channel every time i'm like going to edc i've gone i think this must have been the fourth time at least now it's really good i love gordon ramsay but holy shit i got a salad and it was the best salad i've ever eaten in my life that's how good gordon ramsay is um and then after that all the girls had arrived which was cool it was such a quick turnaround like their flight was a little delayed and we had plans to go to Chippendales and then we were going out back out to Dre's later because Pauly D, DJ Pauly D was playing. So literally these girls get there, everyone pretty much arrives except for two. And we go to the Chippendales show, which I've never done any sort of like male dancer kind of show. Didn't know what to expect. That's not really my thing. Me and Vicky and Tara were like freaking out. Uh, actually Tara was like so excited. <laughs> So it ended up being really fun. I honestly recommend it. It wasn't like as bad or as like raunchy as I thought it was going to be. Um, it was funny. They did like all different dance routines and stuff like that. And they like come out in the audience and like try and get you to dance. Um, none of us were brought on stage, thank God. Uh, but it was cute and Em like had such a great time. So that was awesome. So like shout out Chippendales. That was a good, good time on Thursday night. Um, and then we went back to Dre's. Dre's is a rooftop pool um but it also has an indoor nightclub but it was a night swim it's my favorite pool in las vegas again will is a promoter there uh it's just so fun you cannot beat the view you can see like all of las vegas all of the casinos at night it's absolutely beautiful and it's a night swim and it's a pool and it's the best vibe so shout out dre's go visit that when you go to vegas that night in particular i will say this is like the least drunk I've ever been in Vegas. I was really good on this trip and I'm kind of proud of myself. I honestly, like the recovery was no problem. I wasn't hungover at all. Um, I don't know why. I just like wasn't a big drinker on this trip. It was so hot. I was drinking a, a ton of water, but we ended up getting some bottle service. It was so cute. They had like a, the girls come over with like the big bachelorette sign and Em was so surprised. And the other girls got hammered. It was hysterical. They were like passing around the bottle, like chugging out of it. And we had like this awesome day bed, which is really cool. So we had somewhere to sit and we had a perfect view of Pauly D. Such a good time. Um, and then we ended up calling Ubers and just like the Uber ride home was hysterical. Like I was like completely coherent. So I was just like cracking up at everybody else. Um, and then we woke up Friday morning and pretty much just like had a quick breakfast and then we were going to a pool party which again my favorite aspect is the pool parties i just think they have such good vibes um in july when it's 106 degrees every day it's pretty unbearable you kind of have to be in the pool but if you go for like a spring break in like march or april it's a little bit better it'll be like high 80s um, but you never know i mean when we went to edc las vegas in may it was in the 50s so i don't know what the fuck happened there 
But anyway, I digress. Um, so we did Encore Beach Club on Friday because Dylan Francis was playing. Love me some Dylan. Um, one thing to note, you guys, if you've never gone to Vegas, at the pool parties, the artists, like the headlining artists, typically do not go on until 3 or 3.30 p.m. And they usually play until like 5.30 or 6, which is when most clubs close because they have to like have a turnover for the nightclub to open up. so with that being said we had to be there at a certain time um again if you've never used promoters or anything like that they usually will send you like a whole script of a text being like you need to come between this time frame if you want guestless entry or you want your table we can only hold it for so long so we had to be there before noon so from noon to 3 30 is a a very long time to be outside in Vegas in that weather so I kind of had a feeling that the girls were not gonna last that whole time but me and Vicky and Tara are like the big EDM fans so we were like no we're staying until Dylan comes on so anyway so we go to this pool and again we didn't have any expectations will hooked us up with the table which was again above and beyond incredible we had a couple pitchers of drinks for free and I personally would rather do a table at a pool party than at a nightclub. That's just my personal opinion. I, again, just like like the vibes of pool parties and it gives you somewhere to store your stuff. So they had a safe in the bed that we had um, and there were umbrellas so you can sort of like get out of the crowd for a little bit. And when the pools are that crowded, there's not many places to sit or hang out. So you kind of like have your designated day bed or couch or whatever it is. Um, these pool parties have like all different types of options. If we weren't comp to table, they run anywhere from two grand to 20 grand, depending on where you're sitting. And you can only split that by a certain amount of people. It depends on how big of the space it is. So just so you can keep in mind some prices, it's fucking crazy. But if you're doing a bachelor party or a bachelorette or a birthday and you have a big group, highly, highly recommend doing it. Um, Cause some of us bought drinks outside of the bed and it was like $21 for a vodka soda. So in the end, if you're a big drinker, you probably are gonna spend the money that you would say to like buy a $200 bo bottle of vodka. So you got you gotta weigh like how much of a drink you are and how much you plan on spending. Anyway, so the only thing we bought at the table was 12 Fiji water bottles and it was over $200 with taxes and tip added. We were all like, holy fuck, <laughs> it is crazy the upcharge in vegas um but that's just it's how the cookie crumbles it's freaking crazy to just sit somewhere you have to pay a ton of money but again we had a lot of it comped so that was that's the best i will say quickly just to insert into the story you guys whether you're a female or a male it is very very easy to find promoters in las vegas like i would never recommend paying for a ticket it's so easy to find guestlets um, on Instagram, you can just type in the name of a club and just make sure somebody looks legit, but there's so many promoters out there. Um, even just walking up and down the strip, they literally stand on the strip and they'll be like, hey, they'll kind of stop you as you're walking by. They're like, hey, do you have plans tonight? Like I'm promoting for Jewel Nightclub or I'm promoting for Omnia. Do you guys want to get added to a list? So you can just like walk up and down the strip and find people. So I highly recommend doing that. Um, Again, even, just make sure your ratio is okay. If you're with a whole group of guys, you can still get on a guest list. But say you have like even eight guys and two girls, it's it helps to have girls in your group. So just like consider that. 
Um, but anyway, so Encore was so much fun. The pool parties get very raunchy, I will say that. People are in bathing suits and they're day drinking and it's hot out in that sun and people start losing their shit. And we just saw a lot of ass slapping and twerking. I don't know, girls are really raunchy nowadays, ladies. I mean, you do you, but there is some stuff that I'm like, okay, you could reel that back in a little bit. Like, I, I feel like these guys don't even know what to do with it. They just sort of like stare in awe or in like horror, but um, I don't know. It's a, it's a little bit much sometimes, but anyway, everyone seems to be having a good time. So it's really, really fun. Um, and I think people just get pretty drunk during the day. So anyway, so we decided to go up in the front for Dylan. So there was like a small dancing space right in front of the stage at the pool party. And we thought he was coming on at three. He didn't come on till 3.30. So by the time we stood there for a half an hour baking in the sun with no alcohol, no water, we were just like kind of done by the time he came on. So we literally only stood up there for about 15 minutes and also mind you we had been standing there with like no crowd for a half an hour and then the minute he came on all these drunk people just like pushed to the front and were shoving and cutting us and like you guys know me I'm all about the player lifestyle I just think it's so incredibly rude to just shove past somebody and just completely ignore that they were standing there and like half these people probably don't even care about Dylan Francis or anything like that and anyway it just bothered us so we ended up leaving very quickly um, and then at night we went to dinner at this restaurant called Hex in the Paris Hotel. Fantastic. The food was really, really incredible. And then, um, this was Friday. So Friday night we planned to go to Calvin Harris at Omnia. It is one of the biggest nightclubs. It's in Caesars Hotel. It's got this like mega dance floor. There's also a hip hop room and there's also a terrace, which is upstairs and it's outside. It overlooks the strip. Absolutely beautiful. I had been there before a couple times. Um, but again, it's now Friday night, it's packed, it's Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris doesn't tour, he doesn't play shows anywhere else, so where else are you gonna see him? And they told us to get there, so again, this was only me, Vicky, Tara, and two of M's friends, because M's stomach ended up hurting her, so a bunch of them stayed in, and the five of us were like, we're going out, we're 100% going out, we're in Vegas. So we had um, like a VIP table entry, and it was an absolute mob house. I will say that if you are going on the weekend and you are on a guest list, get there no later than 10 p.m. It is absolute chaos after that. And I'll say this, it's so funny when you're standing in a group of people and everyone there is on a guest list and everyone there thinks that they know somebody or that they have a connection and people can just be very like full of themselves or I guess just like think I don't know, like think who they are. They all think that they're just like these really important people. And guess what? These promoters do not care <laughs> who you are. And I've learned this the hard way. I've been there so many years. So I was standing like against this rope. I kind of wiggled my way to the front and I was just trying to get their attention because they were like checking people in. It was completely random. Unless you were paying for a table, they were not paying you any mind. And we stood there for about 35 minutes and everyone was frustrated. It's just this huge clusterfuck of people. And again, that's why you get there early at this point. It's like 11.30 at night. And just completely randomly, one of the promoters just turns to me and he's like, how many do you have in your group? And I was like, five girls were under this name. He didn't have us on the list, which was shitty. And he was like, it's fine, I'll comp you. And then he just let the five of us in. 
He had been ignoring me for the past 35 minutes. I don't know what changed. All I can say, you guys, is kill people with kindness. Um, I didn't say anything. I wasn't being rude. I wasn't stomping my feet. I was just patiently waiting my turn. There were so many people around me who were just being like nasty and trying to get the promoter's attention. And this one girl was like, I'm looking for Chris. Like I'm on Chris's list. And the promoter was like, guess who else is looking for Chris? Everyone here. So they just like, they do not care. Um, unless you're like a literal celebrity, it doesn't matter. So that's just like a very humbling experience to have in Las Vegas. But anyway, again, I, like I can just say, just be really polite to people. Um, another thing happened when we were inside, we were sort of like sitting on the terrace for a while because that area wasn't as crowded and we made friends with the security guard. He was sort of blocking the exit because you could come up through there, but you couldn't exit back into the main room through there. And people were getting like really frustrated because they were all trying to go down that way. And his job was like to not let people go down that way. So we ended up talking to him. He was super nice because we were all just like hanging out there for a while. And then when we finally got up to go into the main room to see Calvin Harris, he was like, you girls can come down this way. It's okay, I'll let you guys through. So again, like if you just are kind to people and treat people with respect, I think you will get way, way further in life. So that's just one example. He was awesome. So shout out to the security guard at Omnia who was watching the um, the door uh, up on the terrace. All right, this is gonna be so long because I can talk about Vegas for so long. Okay, I gotta wrap it up. Anyway, end of the trip, we went to Giada's for brunch. We did a bottomless brunch. That was the drunkest I was the whole weekend. The food was fucking incredible. That was inside the um, Cromwell. And then we left on Saturday night. And like I said, that was the move. The airport was empty. Security was no problem. Our flight left on time. Um, Cause just think about the amount of people that are leaving on Sunday, right? And it was cheaper. It was way cheaper to go Wednesday to Saturday than it originally was to go Thursday to Sunday. So that was really good. Um, I did spend a ton of money, a ton of money this trip. I don't always do that, but it was just one of those like YOLO things. Like we all ate out every single meal and we just didn't want to hold back. So I'm, that's gonna be hurting later down the line. But that was this whole weekend, you guys. That is an experience. That's sort of what Vegas is like. Quickly, I'll just talk about my other experiences. So EDC Las Vegas, I've done full recaps on it. Um, that is a completely different vibe. Uh, again, it used to be in June. These past few years, it was in May. The weather this year was just like a freak of nature type thing. It's usually much hotter, but the vibes are very different during EEC because like there's over 100,000 people there for the festival. So a lot of the pool parties and nightclubs you attend, you'll see people there who are festival goers. Um, if you guys want to go back, you can watch my vlogs on my channel to like really see what the experience is like. Um, I will say I personally loved this past weekend because we actually got to like enjoy vegas and we had time to take naps and just like relax and sit by the pool edc weekend we're going to the festival and then we're sleeping all day long on saturday sunday and monday to recover from the festival so it's just mainly focused on the festival when i go for edc and this was like a nice change of that um the other trips like i mentioned i went in 2014 which was that year i met will the promoter with four girls, most all of whom were on the bachelorette trip. My best friend Vicky, my best friend Tara, Emily, Vicky's sister, and then her friend Krista. So um, that was so, so much fun. That was, yeah, five years ago. We stayed in the Mirage. So it had been five years since we had been back and doing Vegas all together. And it's just so much fun. I mean, it's again, it's really easy when you're with a group of girls because you will get comped things, you will get free entry, and it's just like an easier experience. Um, 
we don't typically like pay for drinks too frequently but i mean on this trip past trip i bought one drink a night again it was 21 dollars for a vodka soda beer is cheaper water bottles are like 12 bucks i think so just keep all that stuff in mind all that stuff adds up i was telling my boyfriend brian he he literally drinks like six or seven drinks when we're at a bar i was like you would literally go broke in vegas because you you would just have to buy a table there's no point in just buying that many drinks it's absolutely ridiculous and the last trip so i did one with my family i was in middle school that was more of like a family trip we stayed in the excalibur and we did zion national park so we did some hiking i think we might have done a show i don't remember we might have done the medieval times show we also did the hoover dam so that was more of like a family experience we hung out in the pool but uh, the one other story I want to tell, because it's a, it's a good one, was my spring break in college. That was the first time I went just with friends. I was 22 at the time. We have seven girls in my sorority, couple juniors, couple seniors. Oh boy, if you could see my face right now. I actually have a story time on my channel about this, so I won't get too, too into it. I will say age plays a huge factor in the experience in Vegas. Me at 22 versus me at 28, completely different person, different interests. Um, when I say it was a literal nightmare, like straight out of the Hangover movie, that's what the experience was. I mean, these girls could drink like no other. We stayed in the stratosphere, so it was like all the way at the end of the strip. Um, so we had to like take a cab to everything. And we had two different rooms. Literally night one, we went out to this nightclub called Pure in Caesars. It's no longer there. It is now Omnia, and they completely revamped the whole thing. We went to go see Kesha, you guys. Literally Kesha. And they had an open bar from 10 to midnight. Open bar. I don't think they do that anymore. I didn't see any open bars when we went. And we get there, and my friends are literally, like, double fisting. And we're like, girls, it's a two-hour open bar. You don't need to double fist. We have plenty of time to drink. And we had pregame. By midnight, one of my friends was just like on the floor, just covered in drinks, couldn't stand up, completely incoherent. It was terrifying. The other couple girls, it's a very similar situation. And me and Vicky, being the responsible two that we are, realized very quickly like, all right, we gotta pull the plug. This isn't gonna last. We need to get her out of here before she throws up on me, before she throws up on someone else. Like this is not a good situation. The other girls were sort of like, didn't want it to ruin their trip. So they were pretending it wasn't happening. So me and Vicky, arm in arm, grab our friend and drag her literal like lifeless body through the hotel and out of the club. She could barely stand. There were people shouting at us like, oh, some people can't handle Vegas, blah, blah, blah. We're all like all dressed up in our dresses, our heels. We get outside to a cab. I'm like in literal tears because I'm so mortified and upset and we're driving on the way to the stratosphere and she's like pull over the car and we're like fuck what the hell is happening so we pull over right in front of the wind she just starts puking everywhere on the on the curb and the guy's like bye see you later takes off i start sobbing <laughs> we wasn't we must have been a sight to see and vicky is like pissed as all hell and finally she's like done puking and we get a cab driver who's like willing to take us and he had a plastic bag. He's like, if she throws up in my car, it's $100. We didn't have that money at that time. We weren't working. Anyway, we get to the hotel. She goes to the hotel lobby bathroom immediately, starts puking. We finally get her up to the room and like put her on her side. She was fine. 
in the morning she wakes up and she goes, so how was Kesha? Did we see Kesha? No, bitch. We didn't see Kesha because you were throwing up the whole night and it ruined our night. Uh, and not only that, but when I got back to the hotel, I heard noises coming out of the room that our friends were in and they were at the club when we left. And I go in the room and they're in the room. So they left right after us and beat us back to the hotel because they must have passed. There's puke all over the bathroom and the toilet. The girls are butt ass naked. I'm like, what in the actual fuck is going on here? Like I'm like Ed Helms in the Hangover movie. And in the morning we had to have like a powwow, sit down conversation with everyone being like, get your shit together ladies. And it was an absolute nightmare. I mean, the rest of the trip ended up being fine, but that just goes to show you the different types of experiences you can have in Vegas. Like we did that and got that out of the way. Again, I wasn't too bad, but like I definitely got drunk. Age for sure plays a factor. I saw some 21 year olds with sashes this past weekend. I saw so many bachelor and bachelorette parties. Like you will see that everywhere. I mean, there's so many girls that were dressed up in all white because they were brides to be. There were some pretty funny bachelor people. Um, like they all had like, some of them had bow ties or like crazy hats. So you're gonna get a whole lot of that. Um, you have tons of people who are older. You have tons of people in their 30s, 30th birthdays. I saw a lot of that. Um, again, it depends on what you're into. So um, yeah, that was the main stuff. I'm gonna take a quick break here just to talk about a few things and then we'll wrap up the episode here, you guys. Alrighty, so I quickly mentioned earlier that I'm attending Imagine Music Festival. So I just wanted to make you guys aware um, that I will do, I will be doing meetups most likely with my girl Vibe with Aid. I'm also going to be at Electric Zoo this year, all three days. So if you guys are going, definitely uh, look out for me. I'm going to have my Rave Culture podcast flag which I am so, so excited about. Um, I'm gonna be representing the podcast here and you guys should be able to find me more easily in the crowd. Um, so I'm really excited to be bringing that with me uh, this year. And yeah, I will be doing a meetup there as well, but we'll definitely have like more information when it gets closer to the festival and like set times and stuff like that comes out. But I do have some fun videos planned on my YouTube channel for both of those. I have outfit ideas coming up and then of course I'll have like set time reviews and recommendations and all that stuff. So definitely stay tuned for all that. I hope to see you guys at either of those festivals. Um, I'm also still promoting for a bunch of festivals. I'm selling tickets at reduced prices a, a ton. I have Freaky, De Freaky Deaky, I have Voodoo Festival, Imagine, I have Hard, I have Electric Zoo all different kinds, um, Moonrise I'm selling for. So yeah, hit me up if you guys are interested. You can DM me on Instagram. That's probably the best way to um, contact me about that. Uh, or you guys could email me raveculturecast at gmail.com if you want um, any information on tickets. So with all that being said, let's just get right back into the episode. Alrighty, so I wanna just go over a couple like questions that I would be anticipating someone who hasn't been to Vegas would have um, and then just some random thoughts here that in case I missed anything and then we'll wrap up this episode um, so some of the questions here what are the hotels like so again like I mentioned some of them are very themed um, the strip is pretty big if you're like in the center you can definitely like walk to a couple of things but walking the entire strip is probably not too doable especially in 106 degree heat like well, I'll get into the weather in a second. So what are the hotels like? It depends on the hotel. Um, there's, you know, lower priced hotels. 
um, which are more like two or three stars. There's ones off the strip as well. Of course, you can do a hotel off the strip, like the Rio, the Palms um, are all off the strip. Um, the ones on them, then you have like mid-tier hotels, which are more like moderately priced. I feel like those are the ones I typically go for. And then you have like high, high-end hotels like the Wynn, the Encore, the Bellagio, maybe even like the Cosmopolitan or the MGM. And then again, you have like the middle tier, like the Mirage was, was a moderately priced hotel. Um, I really personally, I wanna stay in the Paris. It's the one with the Eiffel Tower. It's beautiful in there. My favorite though to be inside, I think is the Venetian and the Palazzo. It looks like Italy. Um, they have like the little canals and the shops. It's beautiful inside. It really, really looks awesome. They have the gondola rides through the stream, um, through the canals. It's incredible. Um, like I said, the Luxor is a more um, affordable option and same with the Excalibur. Those are on the other end of the strip. What else? The Cosmopolitan I know is very, very popular. That's a newer hotel. It's really beautiful inside. They have some great restaurant options as well. Caesars is iconic. Uh, that's where like the hangover was filmed. So that pool that you see outside, that's like incredibly beautiful. That's at Caesars. Um, and then you have like Treasure Island, like I said, the Stratosphere. The Stratosphere is cool because it's the one that looks like the Space Needle and at the top they actually do have rides and you can bungee jump off of it. So yeah, there's really cool options. There's like almost anything you could imagine. Oh, there's Bally's, there's Planet Hollywood. I don't want to forget about any of those, the Cromwell, um, Flamingo. So whatever you're looking for, they probably have something in your price range and they all have different like activities and themes inside of them. A couple of the hotels also have like shops attached. So near the Aria, there are like luxury high-end stores like Balenciaga, Fendi, Gucci, Prada, like all that shit. And then attached to Caesars, there's the Caesars Forum shops. There's the fashion show, which is a massive mall. So plenty of shopping on the trip. Um, and that sort of goes into my next question. I sort of covered it. What is there to do? I think I touched on everything. Um, there's a roller coaster at the New York, New York hotel. There are arcades. Tons of shows. Um, my friends did Cirque du Soleil. They said it was awesome. You can see Celine Dion. Uh, I don't know if any if J Lo is doing a show anymore, but like Lady Gaga has a show at the T-Mobile Arena. Um, there's sports. So in the winter, you can go see the Las Vegas Knights now in the T-Mobile Arena, which is really cool. I wish I could have gone to a hockey game. They are building the brand new football stadium for the Raiders, which is actually very close to the strip. I was surprised at how close it was. That is gonna drastically change Las Vegas in my opinion. Like the amount of people that are now gonna be in Vegas from September through December is gonna be fucking crazy. I would actually, I would love to go for a game just to go. I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, but um, I would love to see that new stadium. So you can go see a football game come. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be done for this season. Pools excursions outside of las vegas um if you're in like california and stuff you could easily drive there Alrighty, is everything really that expensive again it depends on how much you want to spend we're we were foodies so we spent like almost 45 dollars on every meal which is ridiculous for a breakfast like at some of the breakfast places it was like freaking an egg Eggs and bacon was like eighteen fifty at a new at a New Jersey diner. You can get that for under ten dollars, like literally probably like six dollars. So some of the meals are ridiculous. Again, in the nightclubs, a vodka soda, like a small vodka soda, not a big glass vodka soda, was twenty one dollars. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. 
but I think you can like save in some places like you don't have to eat extravagant meals You could definitely just do like a Starbucks or a quick to-go type breakfast There's this place called egg slut in the cosmopolitan that I've been dying to try its breakfast sandwiches So you can do stuff like that and save money um, where you can again You can try and use guest lists and promoters and get on things like that to save money on entries to clubs get some comp tickets or some comp seats um so yeah it depends on what you want to spend but yeah i do think vegas can it can get very expensive if you're a gambler which leads me to my next question is gambling easy it's an easy way to spend your money very quickly if you're not good at it <laughs> i don't play any of the tables i did once i did roulette brian told me some numbers to put down and i actually did win 200 dollars. that's the most i've ever won i got lucky uh i'll always play slot machines that's like more fun for me but you spend money quickly and for me it's hard to like pull out uh my money especially when i'm up so i try and play like one or two throughout the weekend um but they're everywhere when you get to the airport there are slot machines in the fucking airport it's a way of life there it's just a whole part of it i totally i keep saying i'm going to be like an old lady who retires in vegas and i'm going to just like be at the slot machines hanging out with my pennies <laughs> but um no there's plenty of gambling to to be had in vegas um do guys pay more than girls yes they do in my opinion um general admission so if you're buying tickets to nightclubs it's like 30 bucks for girls and 60 for guys and then it goes up from there so it's just always more expensive to be a guy in vegas and again like girls just get comped more stuff i don't know why it's just the way that it is there um somebody said how do you get into nightclubs and pool parties like i said i covered that you can find people on instagram you can email a lot of these websites they might have a tab that says like guest list or vip table so you could just shoot a quick email or you can walk the strip and find people who are promoting they'll usually have a t-shirt on or something that says at the club that they're promoting for um and again like i said be kind to people treat people with um respect and i think if you have a good attitude that really can help get you in places sometimes so you'd be surprised um is it really that hot fuck yes it is so goddamn hot especially in july and like if you go in august it was 106 every day it sort of feels like when you're walking like someone has um a hair dryer on you on the highest speed and the hottest level um it just your skin feels like it's burning even walking outside carrying a water or beer it's it's ridiculous you don't want to be walking outside that long we tried laying at the pool and we were like in the pool immediately i even felt like i got sun poisoning the last day to be completely honest because we went and did a brunch and we had bottomless mimosas and then went and laid out at the pool and like the combination of alcohol and being dehydrated and sitting out in the sun like i did not feel good at all so yes it really is that hot you gotta be careful like if you try and walk around the pool barefoot you'll like burn your feet it's really crazy um but you just you know the, it's exhausting the heat is exhausting i'll say that we took some naps so um another question how are the locals so i only know a couple locals um some of the people you meet there like i said are characters um i feel like the areas surround and i could be wrong if you guys are from las vegas actually i would love to hear from you um you can comment on soundcloud or comment on youtube if you're watching it um i feel like the areas really surrounding the strip aren't the best neighborhoods like more people live in like the suburbs outside of like the las vegas strip area so i mean it's like anything it's like new york city there's a homeless population um there's some like again characters and people you'll see that may be a little bit sketchy on the strip um there's also some issues with um 
sex trafficking so you do have to just be like careful with stuff like that i've watched documentaries on netflix about it but that's like anything that happens in atlantic city too in new jersey so you got to be careful um can you buy weed on the strip yes you can so there are dispensaries now again i'm not a local so i don't know which the best ones are but we had multiple people recommend planet 13 it was supposed to be like this mega dispensary we tried going there and literally a freight train went by and blocked the dispensary and we couldn't cross in our uber and we gave up because we were sitting there for like 10 minutes waiting for the freight train to pass by so that was pretty crazy um but yeah you can buy weed legally now in las vegas are the pool parties really raunchy <laughs> i think they are i think people like let their freak flag fly and when people are day drinking in the heat it just gets a little crazy and everyone's like in skimpy ass little bathing suits so yeah i do think it gets a little raunchy um, we saw this one thing that was actually bizarre. So there, we were right in front of a, a cabana, which um, it was like an indoor cabana. So there was like seating inside this shaded area. And then they usually have a, a mini pool attached to them. Those are the most expensive. Those are the ones that go for like 15 to 20 grand. And there was a group of guys in there. And then all of a sudden they wheeled over this ladder and there were girls like standing on the sides of the ladder. They all had bottles of champagne and the guys went in the front of the ladder. They all shook the champagne and sprayed these guys with the champagne bottles. And I can't even imagine. I wish I could look up what that costs. I don't even want to know how much money they spent on that just to be showered with champagne. It was so bizarre. We were sitting there like, we'll drink it. <laughs> You're wasting champagne. Um, okay other questions how hard is it to get around uh you can easily easily walk to things vegas is built in a weird way there's so many like escalators that take you up and around so you can get confused about like which pathways end where like some of the sidewalks like you have to go up and over and through escalators um or take ubers or take cabs i mean when i went five years ago uber wasn't really a thing so we took cabs everywhere and now i'm happy that uber is a thing however one review i will give the hotels have designated like ride share pick up and drop off and it's usually in the back of the hotel or it's in like some alleyway parking lot so a couple times the ubers were getting like a little confused as to where we were um but that was something that was newer this year i felt what's the age range in vegas um massive age range all walks of life all different ages like i said we saw 21 year old birthday parties we saw bachelors and bachelorettes people in their 20s, people in their 30s, people in their 50s, a ton of families. There were a lot of families at the pool with young kids. Um, it was packed with everyone from all walks of life. How many strip clubs are there? <laughs> so that's one thing I'll mention. I'll close the episode with this. So that's kind of like a culture shock situation for me, especially coming from like a suburban neighborhood in New Jersey. Um, there are like cars that drive by with like huge electronic billboards of like naked chicks. There are people who hand out stripper cards on the street just like a lot of ass and titties everywhere and there's like male and female versions i've never been to a strip club or anything like that but there are massive massive strip clubs in las vegas so if that's your thing i'm sure a lot of people do that um but that's sort of like a culture shock especially i remember when i went as a kid and i was in middle school my mom had to like my brother was like trying to collect the cards on the strip and he was literally like probably in fifth grade or sixth grade and my mom was freaking out she was like stop taking the cards so anyway so you'll see that a lot everywhere um but yeah i mean you have go-go dancers and all that fun stuff and you have other shows you can go to 
So anyway, you guys, that is the full episode. I hope you have a better idea of what Las Vegas is like, um, what a weekend is like there, what EDC is like there. Um, again, look out for the vlogs, which will be coming, uh, well, one vlog or multiple, I'm not sure, uh, later in the week on my YouTube channel under Emma Capotis. Um, if you guys have any questions, if you want recommendations, like I said, I'm not a local, but I've been there a lot of times and I do have my favorite places, so feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at raveculturecast at gmail.com, raveculturecast at gmail.com. You can DM me at Emma Capotis or at raveculturecast on Twitter and Instagram. I'm happy to help you guys out. Um, if you have questions about promoters and things like that, please let me know. Again, I highly recommend Dre's. It's one of my favorite pool parties. Wet Republic, Encore Beach Club, Marquee, all really good pool parties. Um, Nightclub-wise, um, Omnia's good. Again, it's just friggin' crazy. Dre's is good at night. Uh, there's Hakkasan, Surrender. Why am I blanking out right now? Marquee is a nightclub. So there's just like so many different places you can go and check out and do fun things. I recommend going at least once in your life. I think it's a good time. Um, and I think that's all I've got for you guys. Please, again, share this on your Instagram stories, screenshot and share, tag your friends, um, you know, just spread the word. Let somebody know about Rave Culture Podcast this week. I appreciate it so, so much, you guys. Thank you so much for supporting and for rating and reviewing and um, for, for telling people about the podcast. I can't wait for this to grow. We're like so many weeks in already and I have some really exciting interviews coming up. So we will have some guests on the podcast very, very soon. And I hope to see you at a festival soon. So yeah, Electric Zoo and Imagine. Hope to see you guys there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye.